0: This is Power for Living, the Bible teaching ministry of Christ the King Church in Wakefield, Massachusetts. I'm your host, Feliciano Segundo, and our teacher is Father Michael Carl. So get all your Bibles and let's get started.
1: For our teaching time today, we are going to go over the Old Testament passage in Exodus. Exodus 12, 1 through 14. The first thing we have to take into account is that right here from the get-and-go, at the very beginning of this passage in verse 1, Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying... So, first thing we need to note is who's speaking? The Lord, yeah. And so, these instructions are coming directly from Him. Now, He told them it would also be a new year. The Lord is the one for who new beginnings. Think about that. When you ha- turn your life over to the Lord, He changes things for the better. He changes how we see our days. And everything is going to change in a good way because it's God's doing. So right here at the beginning of that, he said, This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. So we're supposed to keep in mind that when we have the Lord in our lives, it's a new beginning. Now, take the lamb on the 10th. That's verse 3. And he says, Take a lamb on the 10th. And the lamb with no blemish. So, what is this a sort of a prefiguring of or the movie trailer for? The lamb without spot or blemish. Who is that? Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. okay. Yes. Well, I, you guys don't know yet that the answer to every question in church is Jesus. <laughs> now... Take the lamb without blemish. So for us, that is a prefiguring of Jesus who was the lamb without spot or blemish, right? Right. Now, on verse 4, the family is too small, you share one. And what you're supposed to do is take it on the 10th of the month. But you keep it until the 14th of the month. So that's four days. Why do you think he would do that? What is the reason for why he would command the people to go find this perfect lamb, or as perfect as possible, on the 10th, bring it to their house, but then sacrifice it on the 14th? What is the purpose of that? Because you know all of us if we have say a cat or a dog or something it takes us very little time to get attached to it right mm-hmm. that's the point is what god is trying to get us to understand here is that the sacrifice has to be something precious to us and that too is to keep in mind or To get us to keep in mind the severity of sin and to show us the preciousness of the sacrifice and the sacrifice that the Father himself made for us because he sacrificed his only son. And so the sacrifice had to be something that was precious to us. And so Jesus is that was that sacrifice. Now, why did he say, make the sacrifice on the twilight? Why would it be then? I mean, what's the significance? The sun's going down, and you go sacrifice the lamb. In the Hebrew calendar, the new day begins at sundown. So the sacrifice was to symbolize if it's being made at twilight, that it's the beginning of a new day. It's the beginning of a new day in our relationship with the Lord. This sacrifice is being made right at the beginning of the new day. And so that's supposed to symbolize the fact that we have a new day in Christ. It is a prefiguring again of Jesus. Now, where were they to put the blood. Well it was to put on the two doorposts and the lintel. And so David Gusick said in his commentary on this that if you do, the, do it correctly there's going to be some blood that will drip from the lintel down to the ground or the floor. And so that's intended to make the shape of the cross. And so again this Passover Wasn't just simply a meal for the Jews to have something to do and it wasn't just a simple religious ritual It was to show us in broad highlights The coming of Jesus it was exactly that it was a prefiguring and a foreshadowing of the good things to come where God would eventually send his perfect Redeemer and so also the blood was to make sure that the lamb would be remembered. So that we we would remember it. it. We would cherish that. We would cherish that remembrance of that lamb that's being sacrificed for us. And so they also had to sacrifice and eat all of it. And so what that's supposed to be symbolizing for us is that you come to Christ and you take all of him or none of him. You don't leave a little bit of Jesus for later. You walk with Jesus now and you walk with all of the Lord all the time. You don't have half of Jesus here and half of Jesus here. You don't do that. It's not piecemeal. You are to go and completely throw yourself into your relationship with the living god. Now, they were supposed to put the blood on the doorpost. Now God says, for I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And so what they needed to keep in mind the the Hebrew people is that if they did not put the blood on their door they would be visited by the angel of death and so that tells us the severity of sin and the fact is we cannot ignore Jesus or and God's remedy for our salvation we can't say well I know that and not do it I've used this story before as an illustration but it's like a a vacuum cleaner salesman comes to your front door and he gives the demonstration and he explains exactly how to use it and he shows you the manual and you say, "Uh uh-huh, I got it, I got it, I got it. Or you buy a fire engine red Ferrari and you look at the, the manual and you read it and you read it and you read it and you say, hey, I understand, but for that vacuum cleaner, Having the mental knowledge of how it works will do you no good unless you do what? Plug it in and use it. So they were not to ignore the instructions. However, one other thing here in verse 13. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be to you or on you to destroy you. Now, here's one of the interesting points is the blood was a sign. But you see, God didn't need a sign. God didn't need directions to find your house. And He didn't need directions to know which houses to skip over. So why was that blood there? It was to make sure that the people would not just mentally assent to what Moses said from the Lord, it was to make sure that they actually did it. And so it was a sign for them. Don't just sit there and agree that, hey, that's really cool. You know, I mean, if we put that blood on the doorpost, the angel of death won't stop at our house. Cool. But you had to do it or it would be no good. Now, agreement then. Like in our faith, agreeing mentally that Jesus is the Redeemer, agreeing mentally that Jesus is our Lord and Savior is great. I mean it shows you have the head knowledge. But agreeing isn't enough. We have to act on it and take Jesus to be our Lord and Savior. And the sign was for God's people to know that God protected them they were spared by the fact that the blood was on the doorposts and on the lintels of their houses now all of this of course again is the prefiguring of the fact that this is an illustration of jesus not only that it's god's instructions told them that they are to eat it with their sandals on their belt fastened around their waist and their staff in their hands. And they're to eat it, I guess, with one, the other hand. Why would He tell them to do that? And again, the reason is this, when God gives you instructions, you act on them quickly. You don't sit there and deliberate on say, Hmm, should I do that or not? Well, I I know God told me to, but I don't know. Do I need to do that? Yes, you need to do it. And that's what the point there. God told them to do it that way and he told them to act on it and to act quickly and not delay. And again, this is an illustration of Jesus' presence for us. It is an illustration for Christ. And you see, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Paul made it perfectly clear for indeed Christ our Passover See, Christ was our Passover sacrifice, was sacrificed for us. John the Baptist drew on a similar image when he said about Jesus in John chapter 1, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. It seems that Jesus was actually crucified on Passover. We see Jesus... In the Passover, Jesus lived with and became bonded to the human family before he was sacrificed for them. The sacrifice of Jesus has to be appropriate to each home, not simply on a national or community basis. Jesus, the Passover lamb, was spotless, perfectly so, not stained by any sin, any moral or spiritual imperfection. It was only the blood of Jesus, His actual poured out life, that atoned for sin. In His death, Jesus was touched with fire, the fire of God's judgment and wrath. In His death, Jesus received the bitter cup of God's judgment. The work of Jesus has to be received fully, with none left in reserve. And the Passover work of Jesus for His people is the dawn and prelude, to their freedom. So Christ our Passover was indeed sacrificed for us. And so what we need to get from this passage today is how each one of us needs what Jesus has done for us and appropriated in our own lives. What it means is that Christ is our Lord and Savior and we need to walk with him every day, not think about it, say, well, one of these days I'll get around to it. Well, you might not get around to it. So, let's act on it today. Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. Amen.
0: Thank you so much for joining us for this week's edition of Power for Living. If you happen to miss any of our other programs, be sure to go to our podcast page at christthekingnorthshore.podbean.com. And you can also visit our website at www.ctknorthshore.org. If this program has been a blessing, feel free to let us know. Write us at Power for Living, Care of Christ the King Church, 4 Railroad Avenue, Suite 309 in Wakefield, Massachusetts, 01880. Or you can also send us an email at Christ the King North Shore at gmail.com. You can be a part of this gospel ministry by becoming a patron of Power for Living. You can find out how by clicking the Become a Patron button at the top of our podcast page. That's it for this week, and until next time, remember that Jesus is your power for living.